Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earn In, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with Earn In, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 86. On today's episode, I'm talking about a big change I'm making to my business and how it will affect this podcast. Or not. (laughs) Hey there, my wannabe minimalist friend. Welcome back to the show. My name is Deanna Yates, and today I am excited to chat with you about a big change I am making, why I'm doing it now, and what it means for the future of this show. Now that sounds super dramatic, and while it is a big change and I am generally super pumped about it, I don't want you to worry. I'm not going anywhere and this show will continue on, but let's start with a little background about how we got here. A few weeks ago, I had this nagging feeling in my gut that I was not getting my message out to the people that I could really be helping. While I relate to minimalism and I love the tenets of living with only the things I feel are necessary to enjoy my life, I know that I have a very long way to go until I would really feel ready to call myself a true minimalist. And it's strange because in a lot of ways, I am a minimalist. I've traveled the world with only a carry-on suitcase, even with a child in tow. We prefer smaller homes, although I am not sure I could see us living in a tiny house just yet. But a smaller home helps us resist the temptation to buy more stuff and to fill it up. I value space to move around our home, so I purposely try to have less stuff on the floor, like bulky furniture pieces. And I live with a capsule wardrobe, and I enjoy it. And in general, we as a family value experiences over stuff. So all of that is fairly minimalisty. However, there was always something about the label of minimalism that made me cringe just a little bit. 
I have never felt extreme enough to help people who want to be hardcore minimalists, but for the people who want to live with less stuff, the word minimalism, well, it often puts them off because it feels too extreme. And that was why I had chosen Wannabe Minimalist as the name for this podcast. It felt like it bridged those two worlds, one where I was aspiring to a happier life with less stuff and not too extreme to scare others off. But it's a bit lukewarm because unfortunately in my real life, it doesn't play out this way. Every time I met someone new, they would ask what I do for a living. It's an American thing. So sorry for those of you that are international. Yes, we're rude and we ask people what they do for a living all the time. So that's just how it goes. So I would tell them about this podcast and that it was called The Wannabe Minimalist Show. And most of the time I will get blank stares or people will make a comment, you know, some offhanded comment that's like, well, that sounds great, but I could never be a minimalist. So our conversation would then delve into how I don't really feel like a minimalist either and how I talk more about decluttering, organizing, and creating systems to help busy moms run their homes. Now, as this kept happening, and it keeps happening, I began to think that I was missing the mark. Now, my goal with this show and my business is to help others relieve that stress from their lives. I believe a lot of stress comes from having too much stuff. But you don't have to be a minimalist to feel the relief of less. So I reached out to what others thought about the name of the show in my business. So here's where it starts to get interesting. I started with asking the private wannabe minimalist family group on Facebook. So you guys, if you're not in that group, I highly encourage you to come over and join. It's a great group of like-minded people and we're sharing real stuff over there. I did a seven-day decluttering challenge recently, and I went live every single day for seven days. You get to see peaks of my home and kind of how I'm doing things in my life, and it was really fun, and those videos are still up, so, you know, come on over, and many people right now are sharing real photos of their decluttering process in their homes, and it's amazing, and it is filling me up with all the feels, okay? I'm really loving it over there. So, of course, I will leave a link to join the group, and I'll put those in the show notes, so feel free to check it out. But let's get back to what has happened when I asked that group about the name of my business. Well, I created a poll, and I listed four to five suggestions, things that I were, I was thinking about, things things that I wanted to do that could maybe fit the role. So those things, those names, the options were want to be organized, want to be tidy, want to be intentional, leave it as want to be minimalist or other where I ask for suggestions. Well, right away, someone suggested want to be clutter free. And I'm going to give a shout out to Sarah for that because, you know, she just jumped right in there and gave me that. And I added it to the list because to be honest, I loved the suggestion and I loved how it sounds and it just rolls off your tongue. It rhymes and it felt positive. So I checked back throughout the day and the top three leading contenders in order were to leave the name as want to be minimalist. So that was number one. Number two, change it to want to be clutter free. And number three, change it to want to be organized. But honestly, that one was a distant third. Now, I was really surprised to see that want to be tidy got zero votes because I kind of thought tidy was a hot thing, but it just confirmed that I needed to ask you all what you wanted. So then I took those top three names and I put them out to my personal Facebook community. Now, these are my friends from high school and college. I've worked with some of these people. They're my family members. 
These are the people that I have connected with in my life outside of my love for minimalism. This is where it got interesting. 78% of the people in my, on my personal Facebook liked want to be clutter free. That was 78%. 17% liked want to be organized. And only 5% of people liked want to be minimalist. Now, those are practically the opposite of my earlier results. So I had a really big think about it. And as I was looking at it, it kind of makes sense because the people in my wannabe minimalist group, well, they found me through this podcast or by searching for minimalism. They're comfortable with the term, even if it's more of an aspiration. And they, maybe you too, understand that minimalism can have lots of different meanings. Here's the thing, though. That second set of results are the people that I know in real life and that I talk to on a regular basis, face to face. These are the people who have said that they need my help. These are the people that I hear talk about how stressed they are. I hear if money is tight. I hear if they feel overwhelmed. And these are also the people that have told me that they have no desire to be minimalists. I was shocked. Here I am trying to help people be less stressed and learn how to declutter and organize their homes. But these same people are passing me up because they don't resonate with minimalism. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the active skin repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. Do you wish you could find an educational podcast that your kids actually want to listen to and you enjoy too? Well, you're in luck. Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as math, is a weekly show full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. We listened to a few episodes, and not only did our daughter want to listen to more next time we're in the car, I found myself chuckling too. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. You're transported to moments in ancient history like Pythagoras' ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. Plus, they do a great job of teaching math theory without it being boring, complicated, or overly childish. And that can't be easy, but it's not really a surprise considering Mysteries About True Histories is from the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted, Brain Games on Nat Geo and Disney+, and Brainchild on Netflix. Episodes drop every Thursday, and since they are about 15 minutes, they are the perfect length for kids ages 6 and up. Turn your next car ride, break time, or bedtime into math time with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. 
So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. So I am sorry to disappoint the members of my wannabe minimalist family group, but I am moving forward with changing the name of my business to wannabe clutter free. And that is the big news that I am so excited about. There are going to be lots of changes, but most of it is going to be with my website design and my logo. It's going to be behind the scenes stuff with how people find me on the internet using strategic keywords and hashtags, all stuff for a different podcast theme. Um, And I will be changing my social handles so that you can now find me at wannabe clutter free. And thankfully, it will now be easier as I'm ditching my former name of little.green.bow, which was always a mouthful, but that was just how it was for so long. But there will still be lots of stuff that will not be changing. So let's look at that. The number one thing that is not changing is that I'm going to be here for you on your journey to living a better life with less stuff. My underlying message, it's going to be the same. I truly believe that we have all been sold a bill of goods, that we need stuff to be happy. Marketers and companies tell us that we need the latest fads, the trendy color of the year in our homes and a newer car. They say that we need to be able to get whatever we want, whenever we want, and we should be able to purchase it in an instant on our phones and have it show up on our doorstep the next day. But I don't believe that. In fact, I believe that living on this hamster wheel of constantly wanting more makes us miserable. It leaves us feeling empty and unfulfilled. If we're constantly thinking of what we don't have and all the little things that we want, we will never have enough. So instead, I believe that we need to be grateful for what we do have and understand that in our modern society, that we have more available to us than we have ever had before. But if you look around, I think you will see that generally people do not seem happier. Maybe they look happier on Instagram, but it's not the feeling that I get right now when I'm out and about. People are on edge, and it just proves to me that this life of instant gratification may not be all it's cracked up to be. So I did a whole podcast about my top 10 beliefs about minimalism, and I stick by them. I don't think minimalism means just one thing or that it has just one definition. I'm sure there, of course, there is the Webster's Dictionary definition, but I think it means so much more. Now, I still think of myself as a wannabe minimalist, and I will continue striving to live a better life with less stuff. Now, if you're interested in those 10 beliefs, it was episode 82, and I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode as well. I will not be changing the format of the show. That's something else that will stay the same. I will still have guests on to talk about their journeys, and I'll be sharing lessons from my life about decluttering, organizing, and creating systems to help my life and home run more smoothly. But with my recent move, I have been getting more interested in designing my spaces in a way that feels open and yet cozy at the same time. I want my home to be inviting where my guests are comfortable while trying not to fall prey to the latest marketing tactics. So I guess that's something that will be changing, but I look at it as growth because as humans, we want to be growing and that means that some things will change as that growth happens. But the biggest change I see with this new name is that I hope to be able to make a bigger positive change in the world. There is a quote from Anne-Marie Bonneau, the zero waste chef, and then she says, we don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. 
And that sums up my goals for this show. I want to help millions of people declutter the crap out of their lives so that they can live freer and happier. And from my experience, most people are scared of minimalism. That means that I will have a better chance to reach my goal and make a bigger positive impact on the world by helping people live clutter-free. And now it's your turn. I want to know what you think of the name change. At the time this airs, I will have updated my website design as well, so feel free to check that out too. The URL is updated, so you can check it out at wannabeclutterfree.com. That's spelled W-A-N-N-A-B-E-C-L-U-T-T-E-R-F-R-E-E.com. Then come over to the Wannabe Minimalist family group on Facebook. I have not changed that name yet. Or you can tag me on Instagram and let me know. I have changed that name. So my new handle on Instagram is Wannabe Clutter Free. I'd love for you to tell me about your goals for living a clutter-free life. And it makes my day to hear from you. And I want to offer you encouragement on your journey toward less stuff and the happy life that you and your family deserve. And don't forget to pick up the show notes for today. I have changed my website as well. So it is going to be wannabeclutterfree.com slash 86. There you can find links to all of my resources that will help you on your journey along with my latest free downloads and guides. And it's all on my website at wannabeclutterfree.com forward slash the number 86. And please do forgive me as I am making a lot of changes. So there will be lots of different logo swaps that still need to happen on all of my downloads and everything like that. So it will get there, but it is going to take me a little bit of time. And that just about wraps it up for today's show. But before I go, I do just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to this podcast. I know today's episode was a little bit different than normal, but it does give you a peek into the behind the scenes. And I do appreciate that you choose to spend some of your time with me. And I hope that the information I provide on most of these episodes is helpful, entertaining, and inspiring. And at least today, you're getting a little bit of an insight into why I am making a change and what I hope it will mean for the world. So what my goals are. And if you did enjoy today's episode and or any others and haven't done so already, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. And you can do it right now on the app that you are using to listen to this episode. I hope that you find it worth a five-star rating. So please go ahead and give it a rating and then let me know what, what you think of the show and what else you want me to cover. It helps me know how the show is helping you, but it also shows me what you are interested in. And that's how I can book guests that you're interested in, and I can teach the things that you want to know more about. Okay, and then while you're there, go ahead and subscribe so that you're notified of new episodes, and you can listen wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. And we generally come out on Thursdays, so uh, if you don't get those notifications, just know to check back on Thursdays. All right. Cheers. And I will see you here again next week. All right. Bye. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're, Amy, more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, Mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? 
And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.